Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome back to the Tacos and Titties podcast. This is Chelsea, and I'm joined with my co-host, Katie. And we are so happy that you decided to join us again on this marvelous Taco Tuesday. Uh, Be sure, if you are not already, to go uh, follow us on Instagram at Tacos and Titties Podcast. And also make sure that you are subscribed on Apple Podcast and leave us a review and five stars if you will please and also um like we mentioned in last week's episode katie uh our creative director slash co-host slash baby mama has set up a twitter account and she was wrong in the last podcast and the name on that is at tacos titties i thought it was tacos and titties no, I looked it up afterwards. It's just at Tacos Titties. Let's confirm this. Okay, we're going to confirm. Anyway, while she's confirming that, which I'm right because I'm always right. Um, <laughs> so for today's episode, we have a very special guest. You were right. I'm always right. <laughs> we have a very special guest. Um, if you listen to episode two, then and that was the episode that I did all by myself. You heard me talk about a friend of mine that was seeing a guy who showed a very unflattering side of himself. And, um, and so we just kind of have a little follow-up to that relationship and that story that happened. So <clears throat> I would like to welcome our guest, Louise. Hey. Hey, Louise. I'm so happy you're here with us today. Happy to be here. <laughs> Can't wait to share all the tea and gossip for this follow-up situation (laughs) so louise is actually the friend that was involved in the story and was dating um the guy from episode two that i talked about and uh just a little background on myself and louise we've been friends for 10 years um we 10 this fall (laughs) be 10 this fall yes we met in college and how would you describe our meeting and how we met well, first of all, I just gave away my age saying that I graduated from college 10 years ago. <laughs> um, I say that our relationship is very timeless. Yes. And that it doesn't matter, like, how long we go without seeing each other. We always pick up where we left off. And now we are to the point where if we don't talk to each other for at least two days, we, like, freak out and have withdrawals. Yeah. So. She literally called me the other night. And I don't think we had talked in, like, maybe, like, a day or two. <laughs> and I cried because I was like, I miss you so much. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So, um, do you want to kind of – do you want me to, like, recap what yeah, I talked about? Do, yeah, why don't you do a recap and then I'll pick up and <clears throat> give everybody the – Okay. Breaking news. Okay. <laughs> so if you didn't listen to episode two, that's fine, but go back and listen to it. Um, I'll go ahead and just recap. So basically talked about how this guy that you were seeing was um, moving to the area that we live in and he was having to relocate from another state and he was getting really kind of stressed out in the whole moving process and whatnot. And it caused him to just act really childish and be really snippy and everything like that. And basically like how that's just a really big turnoff. And it really kind of got to the point where you were super annoyed with him when you like, cause you, you had met on Tinder. Okay. Mm, So you had met on Tinder and you had spent the night together and he, y'all had such a really good time. Like you, you clicked more than you thought you would. Yeah. Um, so he was actually supposed to fly out the next day, but he delayed his flight an extra day. So that way he could spend time with you. Right. Yes. So, and then, um, and then after he went back home, when he was waiting to hear back, if he got the job and whatnot, you know, y'all still talked or whatever. And then he found out that he did get the job and was having to really relocate and everything like that. And just got really super stressed out during the, that whole process and just acted in a way that was very unflattering and really childish. So that, and so when you finally did see each other, when he moved down here, how did that encounter go? Well, like you said, um, you know, we met on Tinder. It was just supposed to be a one night stand. I mean, that's how I treated it. And, you know, the next day he was like, you know, I want more time with you. Can I come meet you for lunch? Da, da, da. We went to lunch. Um, we talked about some very serious topics at lunch. Like he asked me about, 
how I felt about marriage. I mean, not with him per se, but just like, you know, if I want to get married, if that's something that I want to do about kids, things like that. So, um, you know, and he was like, oh yeah, I want to get married one day and have kids. I desire that for my life, everything. And then it was just this whirlwind romance. It was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I've barely known this guy for barely like 24 hours. Yeah. yeah, Almost 24 hours. But Mm -hmm. like, I felt like I'd known him forever. And it was just very easy. It was very comfortable. So when he left, you know, I asked him like, you know, what his intentions were when he came back, if he got the job and he was like, well, I plan on like pursuing this and, you know, seeing what, like, what's going like to happen. Like pursuing a, a relationship yeah. with you. Yeah. Like us dating and all that. Sorry, I pull my microphone. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, I mean, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to kind of keep my guard up because, you know, I really don't know this guy, you know, I only barely spent, you know, 20, like probably like 32, 33 hours with him. But, yeah. um, but yeah, he got the job and, you know, I was excited just because like, I was, you know, like, okay, well, I'm, I'm obviously going to see him again. But then as the days went by, like he's kind of got more and more quiet with us talking. Like he wasn't responding as like quickly as he was. And then there was a time where he didn't, we didn't speak for like three days. So But in those three days, he told you, what did he tell you that he was doing? He told me that he was visiting his mom, you know, getting ready for the big move and that he wasn't ignoring me, just had a lot of, you know, things to get ironed out of roach, which I understand because it was a big move. I mean, he was moving, you know, a couple states over and, you know, you know, just on a whim and whatnot. And um, I think he was expecting to get all the relocation up front. And when he didn't, it just kind of threw him for a loop and so yeah. that's where the red flags came up was just how he was just panicking and just being like an ass about this relocation and so the flag went up to be like well I mean it does he, does he not have a job like does he like something is he not telling me something like something's off but <clears throat> you know I try to be positive and try to like you know be like well it's gonna work out this is you know just try to explain things logically but he just he just wasn't wanting to hear it so okay so he was like while he was gone getting his whole life situated to mm-hmm. move down here there was a few like you said red flags that popped up and then so tell me about when he actually got down here like when he moved down here you went and picked him up didn't yeah. you okay. yeah well like I, he kept he kept going back and forth on the day that he was actually going to be in mobile and then when he finally told me he was going to be here, you know, I asked him, you know, are you flying in? Like, you know, when, when are you going to be here? And he kept being, like, real sketchy about when he was going to be here. And so it was Memorial Day weekend, and I already had plans. You know, I wasn't, like, centering my plans or my life around this dude because mm-hmm. I really just didn't know if I even wanted to see him again. So he gets into town, tells me that he's arrived and, you know, wants to go get dinner together and whatnot. He didn't have a car, so I was like, okay, well, I'll just, you know, come pick you up. So I go and pick him up and he is just so negative the entire time. Like he just bitches and moans the whole time. Like not excited about, you know, the fact that he's about to have this awesome job with a very reputable company here in Mobile. He's going to be doing something like, you know, very financially stable. He's going to be, you know, going out of the country for a couple months for training that he doesn't have to pay for. The company did go ahead and give him his relocation. They put him in a really nice apartment that's fully furnished. But all he could focus on was the fact that he didn't have a car or that he, you know, didn't have this and he didn't have that. And it was just like, quit being a titty baby. Yeah. Like, you Well, know. that's what you and I talked yeah. about, like yeah. how he was doing all this complaining mm-hmm. and just how insanely unattractive that yes. is, like as a female to be around a man, you know, and just hearing them like you know, it's understandable to want to vent and like get out frustrations or whatever, but it was nonstop. Yeah. It was like, he couldn't find any silver lining and everything. And I mean, you know, I I get that everybody deals with stress differently, but yeah, as a grown man, like, you know, you need to be able to handle things a little bit better and just, he was just whining and just acting like a brat and just was more so focused on what they didn't do versus what they did do. And, you know, I've worked for different companies that have done relocation, you know, one way or another, but it's like, you know, they really, they did a lot more for him than a lot of people would. And it's just, he just couldn't find it. It just got to the point where I literally almost just left dinner because I just couldn't take it anymore. I was just like, yeah, God, if you bitch one more time, like I'm not going to be able to even enjoy my food. Like (laughs) 
I need a drink or a cigarette or something. And then, you know, this is somebody that I've, you know, been looking forward to seeing ever since I saw him, you know, last time. And I'm sitting there just like counting down the minutes till I can totally turn off, him off by the whole yeah. conversation. Yeah. So I think it's like one thing to complain to someone that you're comfortable with, like, oh my God, I'm having a hard time. But the fact that it was only our second time hanging mm-hmm. out and you were excited to see him, he could have just shut the fuck up and had yeah. a nice dinner and then been like, oh, my God, I'm stressed out, blah, 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 but I don't want to bother you about it. But yeah. instead he just complained, like, the whole time. Yeah, like, he never was, you know, like, okay, okay, you know, enough about me. Like, you know, how have you been? Like, how's work been? Da-da. It was like, it was just all about him and all about, like, you know, his, you know, poor, poor me. And it was just like, oh my God, like, you're just being such a teddy baby. and. Yeah. I just, it was just a huge turn off just because, you know, I don't know. I just feel like when you're grown and when you're an adult, like stress is part of life and you got to be able to deal with it. And I was just trying to like help him find any type of silver lining. And it was just, he just kept sheeting it down and it was like, why the fuck did you move? I know. Three states yeah. It. Yeah. So it was just, it just was very annoying. Like I just was not excited to be there. I was just literally like. Can they please bring out our fucking food because I'm ready to go. I do not want to spend any more I have time. Diarrhea. With this I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to shit my pants. Okay, so um, mm-hmm. and what happens after that? Like you bring him, you brought him back yeah. to his apartment. Okay, so I take him back to no. So I bring him back to his apartment. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, great. He's gonna ask me to come inside and like ask, you know, we're gonna hook up, whatever, because we haven't seen each other since the last time he was here. But I was just, you know, the whole time driving there, I was like, oh, my God, I hope he does not invite me inside. I do not want to, like, him to, like, cu- like kiss me, touch me. I mean, I was fine with, like, hugging him or whatever, but I was just like, I just do not want to have sex with this man. Like, I just really don't want to, like, you were serving, you were, you were turned off yeah, so by the way he was acting. Like, God. And so I drop him off. Well, then he just lingers in my car. Like, I don't know if he's waiting to kiss me or what, but I'm just like, okay, either, like, make a move or get the fuck out of my car because I'm, like, ready to go. Well, yeah. He, um, he didn't kiss me or anything. He just got out of the car and he made a comment. He's like, well, I wouldn't invite you in, but I'm just really tired and da da da. And I was like, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just, I just didn't care. And so I dropped him off. Well, when I left, I just, I don't know. I just had this really weird feeling in my gut. Like it just was one that was just telling me like, you know, it's, I think maybe that one's just something you don't need to pursue. Like, you know, just go ahead and cut it off before things kind of, before the flame gets ignited again. And it was just like hot and heavy like it was when we first met. So, yeah. um, so yeah, so I, I made no intentions of, I wasn't going to talk to him again. I was just kind of going to kind of give it a couple of days or give it like to the end of the week. And then I get home and he sends me a message and it's just like, I'm so tired. And I was like, well, go to bed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. What do you want me to do? So, I mean, I'm not the same man. I can't come and like, you know, sprinkle shit in your eyeballs. And you're but, still complaining. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some meth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sprinkle meth on him. <laughs> Here's your wake up call. Yes. Okay. So after that, you didn't talk to him. Mm-mm. So this was on a Monday. It was Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday, I had lunch with a friend of mine that is that friend, just like you are, um, that can find <laughs> out any type of information about anybody. Like, all you got to do is Give me tell. his first initial, and yeah. I will find him and his family I, on, on Ancestry and everything. Exactly. So <laughs> I thought that you were my only friend that had that talent, but I do have another friend that can do it as well. So it's nice to have friends like that, ladies. You need to get you some um, resources. Some FBI friends. Yeah, some Wikipedia <laughs> friends. And so... Um, whenever he was acting strange about the relocation, I asked this particular friend, um, if she just kind of do some research for me just to kind of see like, you know, maybe if he wasn't working or just because something just wasn't sitting right. Well, let me stop you real quick. So there was a red flag prior to you asking her to help look for him because you had texted me about Facebook Yes, because you had found him on Facebook, but it was private to where you couldn't add him as a friend there was no add friend button Mm -hmm. and so you asked me to look him up on facebook to see if if i could add him or if maybe he had you blocked or whatever but i couldn't so and i remember saying you know there's there's a setting a privacy setting to where you like other people can't add you unless you have a mutual friend like it can't be just random people that can send you a friend request you have to have a mutual friend Mm -hmm. that can 
for in order to get a, a friend request. So that was my thought. Yeah, that, and then like he never wanted to exchange phone numbers. Like it was just always like. Oh, talking, y'all talked yeah, like specifically just on Snapchat. Oh, okay. And, I mean, and I asked him for like you know, be like, oh, like you know, um, let's have a phone date. Like I you know I want to hear your voice. Like let's talk. And he would just never. He would just kind of dodge it. Yeah. He dodged the whole thing about Facebook, and so those two things just combined with how he was just freaking out about the relocation just kind of just threw up some red flags so I asked this friend to do some research for me and then I kind of just put a lot of it out in the back of my mind because we had not been talking I got busy with work you know um just life was moving on yeah so saw him on a Monday well then this friend of mine we had gotten together for lunch and she asked me you know because she knew he was coming into town this particular weekend and she'd asked me if I'd you know seen she's like oh have you seen Jeff and whatever and so I kind of told her about what happened that he was just being negative and just acting like just a bitch and I just was so just like turned off by him being just so negative and just whining and all this stuff well then she goes well I think you need to I think you're doing the right thing by not seeing him anymore um for that reason and there's some other things and I was Ooh. like um <laughs> okay like I don't know what I was just like what do you mean so she, she had said, the results for the background yes, check <laughs> yes. so she said do you remember you asked me to do some research on him and I was like yeah and I completely have forgotten that I asked her to do that yeah because I mean it had just been so busy and like I said I just had kind of put him in the back of my mind and so she said so remember how he asked you at lunch about like how you felt about marriage and kids and all that stuff and I was just like yeah and she said um he's married what yes so, oh my god and not only is he married like presently but this is his third marriage what he's 31 years old oh my god and he has a child <gasps> by his first marriage yes oh, oh my, my god, god. yes I'm shook. <laughs> so yes that's exactly i was just shook like I'm shook. I, <laughs> I couldn't feel any emotion other than just like what the actual fuck like this this guy fooled me like you know there never once did he you know lead on to the fact that he obviously was currently married but or had, had ever been married, married and then he had a child yeah and so and for him to ask me those things at lunch and be you know and, and us talk about those things i was just like beside myself so then she goes to, <laughs> so then she pulls up all these screenshots on her phone and shows me like his current wife oh my shows God. me his child like <gasps> shows me his tie the knot website from his second marriage and i don't know how he met this his wife that he has now but his second marriage it's on their tie the knot that they met on tinder <gasps> so i was like oh so this dude just has trolling tinder yeah, for so future wives like, i was like so was i gonna be like sister wife number four i mean like yeah. what was gonna happen and so, <laughs> and so then i looked at the dates and this is what is shitty is because this motherfucker got married march 16th of this year yes. to his third wife yes okay and he and i met and you know hooked up because there's gonna be one night stand on april 30th so it was like a month and a half into like, his relationship like the annulment period okay like yes. we're still the 90 day like you know we, we just gotta like sign some paperwork and be done we don't have to go to no circuit court or anything like that oh my god so i just you know i'm just shocked i feel terrible because i'm like oh my god like you know i had no idea this guy this man is married and his wife is you know living in wichita where you know where they were and like just living her life thinking like you know her husband just got this great job and da, da, da. they're gonna start this new this life new together thing. and he's down here you know hooking up with girls off a of tender oh. taking them to lunch asking them how they feel about marriage and kids like telling them that they miss living them that they miss you that he misses you and calling you babe and holding your hand in the car and things like that it was just very like, living a whole secret yes. double life so it it took a minute for it to like sink in with me and like i like i said i really didn't feel any emotion i wasn't mad i wasn't upset i was just like shocked holy shit yeah <laughs> like oh my gosh and so then i was like well, what am i gonna do like am i gonna confront him like am i gonna say anything like do i need to tell his wife like what what should i do so um well let me stop you right yes. there real quick so this man led you to believe that you were going to have a relationship yes. with him when he moved back yeah. down, when he moved down mm -hmm. here. And so let me go back to, um, <clears throat> so episode four, we talked about how, um, how 
we talked about, you know, having sex with men that were either married or in a relationship and whatnot. And my thing that I said was, if, if you're a man and you're pursuing a, a sexual relationship outside of your current relationship, whether it be marriage or just boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever, I just said that I thought, you know, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to judge if people are doing that, but I just said that I thought that the man should be upfront about yeah. it. Oh yeah, for sure. So that way the woman can make her own decision of if she wants to be involved. So let me ask you this. Had this man told you that he was married Prior to you engaging in a, in a sexual relationship, do you think at that point it's your decision? Yeah. At that point, it's on you whether you want to be involved in that whole mix or not. So, would you agree though that, like, basically what I said, like it's better if they, if they, you know, admit that they're married prior yeah. to you being sexual. Like, it's so much worse if they keep it from you yeah. and you find out, you know, however long into it that they're married. Like, it just right. makes it that much worse. I mean, yeah. I mean, I see guys on Tinder all the time that are like, I'm in an open marriage. Like, you know, just seeing what's out there or whatever. And, I mean, at that point, yeah, it does give you the choice on whether or not you want to pursue it or not. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's... And, too, like, I feel like girls will automatically be like, oh, my God, you're a piece of shit. Like, you know, I'm... No, I'm not going to talk to you because you're married, but it's like, well, I mean, they're honest. Like, yeah. I'd rather than be upfront honest. Absolutely. And be like, you know, I am married, but I'm in an open marriage. You know, I just want to be upfront with all that. Yeah. If he had been, yeah. situation that just happened to where, like, I'm completely shook and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what if I wouldn't have trusted my gut? Like, what, I, what if I didn't have the friends that, you know, are private investigators, so yeah. to speak, that could find that out? Like, you know, what if. I would have never known that. And he, you know, him move back to Mobile and us just pick up right where we left off. Yeah. And then, you know, come to find out, oh, hey, I'm married. Like, I can't see you anymore. And, well, and if he had not acted so childish, yeah. like, there's no telling how long you two, you know, if you mm -hmm. had not been so turned off by him, there's no telling how long no, you two yeah. would have had, like, had some sort of relationship and you would have never known yeah. about or, it. Or, like, I would have, you know, missed opportunities to talk to other guys yeah. or, you know, like, just. I would have just been led on and, you know, been completely heartbroken at the end. Because, I mean, we did have a very strong connection. connection. Yeah. I mean, not just sexually, but, I mean, very emotionally. Like, it was just very comfortable. It was just very, like, felt like I'd known him for a really long time. And so, I would, I would, have, I would have ultimately been very devastated. And yeah. just, I think about that, like, all the what ifs. And, you know, what if I wouldn't have trusted my gut? What if I wouldn't have, you know, done a little bit more research? What if I would have, you know, not, you know... Been like, well, it's okay. He's just this is not him. This is not the real him. He's just going through a lot, you know. But I'm gonna be there and be hit the positive and all this stuff. Like, I just think about all that, and it would have really been a very, very messy situation. Yeah. So. Okay. So what happened after you found that out? <laughs> well, I tried to confront him because I was like, this motherfucker is not gonna get away with not only like cheating on his wife, unbeknownst to her, but he's lying not gonna to get, you. Yes, but he's not gonna get away with lying to me. And, you know, just ghosting me and making me feel like, you know. Like you did something yes. wrong. So I reached out to him and was just like, hey, like, how's your second day of work? Because, you know, he started work on, you know, after the holiday. So I was like, how was your second day of work? And he opened it and didn't respond. Mm -hmm. So I was like, um, mm -mm, no, we're not, we're not playing this. So then I wrote him back and said, uh, hey, you know, I know you've had like, you know, a rough couple of days or whatever. Why don't you let me take you out to dinner, my treat? Because I know the way to a man's heart is through the stomach. Yeah. So I was like, well, look, if I said I'm going to buy him food, he'll, he'll hang respond. out with you. Yeah. yeah. So he opened it. And, of course, right away, he was like, hey, I'm still at work. He's like, but I'll, you know, message you when I get off work. And I was like, all right, this is going to be it. I'm going to, like, have all the screenshots. My friend that told me she came down later because we work in the same building um, printed out the screenshot. So she had, like, stuff for me to show him. Like, she had this manila folder everything. <laughs> All official, <laughs> yes, like. Yes. And um, so that was around, like, 6 o'clock. Well, around 9, he still hadn't responded anything. or anything. So I yeah. was like... So something just told me, again, trust your gut, trust your instinct. I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and just start taking some screenshots. So I went on our went on my Tinder account, went to our Tinder conversation because we had, you know we were still like matched, uh -huh. and took screenshots of our conversation to where like he messaged me first, where he you know extended the invitation for me to come and hang out with him, where he sent me his Snapchat name, everything, 
and I went through and took screenshots of his Tinder profile and his bio. Well, when I went to take a picture of his bio, I noticed that he had updated it. Oh. So he had updated it to his current job and then changed like his about me to like stuff that like he and I talked about because he's a runner. And I was just like, uh, let me tell you right now, do not run. Um, I will like, you know, support you. I'll be at the finish line with a poster or something, but like, I will not be running with you. And he was like, well, that's just, you know, running's my thing. Like, you know, you don't have to run like for me to be interested in you, da, da, da. Well, he put that in his bio. And so I was like, oh, okay. So now you're going to talk about that you're a runner. So that just was like, I was like, you know what? He's going to continue to do this. Like he's going to continue to manipulate other women in this area, lead them on, like get a hold of a girl that has low self-esteem that's just going to, you know, fall deep for this guy and then you know, he's going to dupe her. Yeah. And, you know, what if it's someone that doesn't have the, you know, strong friends like I do, or doesn't have like, you know, a gut instinct or whatever. And so then something told me, I was like, I'm going to go ahead and screenshot our Snapchat friendship because, you know, you can see the Snapchat score where we had like yeah. shared locations. And so I did that when I started screenshotting the Snapchat stuff he started typing. So I guess he knew something was up. Yeah. It gave him that notification that you were screenshotting. And I knew that I was just like, whatever. And so I unfriended him. Well, then I went back on Tinder and he unmatched me. Ooh. So I was like, you know what? Um, if you're going to be a coward and you're not going to talk to me, um, you're going to leave me no other choice. So I went on Facebook. I found his wife. Okay. And I sent her all the screenshots. Oh shit. Yes. Um, (laughs) I gave her like a play-by-play like I met your husband on this date he invited me to to his hotel room at this place yes we had sex he came and said all that like he pushed his flight back the next day because he wanted more time with me he um we went to lunch at this place because I was like if she checks his receipts I want her to know like this is where we went to eat lunch because he paid for our lunch everything and our dinner and all this stuff. And I just told her everything. Sent her the screenshots. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the message. Yeah. You sent her like a long message, like literally going into like minute by minute detail yeah. of everything that y'all did together. Because I don't want him to get away with this. Absolutely so like, not. No. So she writes back the next morning and was just like, I'm driving down there right now. Oh, so I'm shit. like, oh my God, is she driving to see like my work? Like, what is she coming to find me? Whatever. And so then... <laughs> I wrote her and was just like, you know, I'm really sorry. Like, I had to tell you this. I've gone back and forth, like, how I want to handle it, whatever. And she just was like, I can't talk to you right now. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, we'll be safe. Bye. Like, let me know if you need any more information. And that's... And that was it. trip. Yes. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. Like, she said, I can't talk to you right now. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. Like, Have you, you never... Yeah. page sent? Yes. So, another de- shitty detail is I asked him how he got down here. Because, you know, I kept asking about his flight, all this stuff. And he told me when I picked him mm-hmm. up. Tell mama about it. <laughs> when he told me how he got here, he was like, oh, a family friend was driving down here. And I just gave gave them $100 gas money. Uh, that family friend was his wife. His wife drove him 16 hours down here and drove him. And literally the minute she turned around to leave Monday is when he told me, like, he wanted to hang out. Mm. So, um... I went on her Facebook and, like, you know, she was just like, oh, like, Jeff surprised me with a night and, blah, blah, like, you know, all this, like, was posting all this stuff from their road trip and all this crap. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know, his whole intention of, you know, his wife driving. I mean, she may have had to take off work, everything. And then, then he told me, too, he's like, you know, thankfully I have someone that, you know, is going to be able to get my stuff out of storage from my apartment. Da, da, da. And I'm like, this is your fucking wife that's going to, like, take care of all this for you. And that you're coming down here and just cheating on her, like, and not, like, not caring. Mm-hmm. So, um, I checked her Facebook last week just to kind of see, like, you know, what had happened. And she made this post that was, like, just a few pictures from our, from, um, our weekend in Mobile. So excited to start this new chapter in our lives. And I was just like, you are a fucking dumbass. Like, if anybody ever sent me, first off, a message, period, saying that, hey, like, your insignificant, like, you know, your significant other cheated on me or whatever, or cheated on you, like, I would immediately, like, go and question that person. But the fact that I sent her a detailed play-by-play, screenshots, everything, 
and she's still like, you know, oh, we're going to have this fabulous life together. Like, mm mm. So, I mean, he was I don't a smooth know. talker. He was like, it's okay, baby. She's lying. She's just mad. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Heard that shit. Yeah. So, that, but like you said, I mean, not everybody is as strong as we are. Because I know damn well, like you said, if a bitch texted me, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, no, I bitch in the most endearing way possible. <laughs> that's, I mean, you are a bitch. Just, no, no. I just mean like a woman in general. I yes. refer to women as bitches. I'm one of those people. So. No, I'd be sorry. Like if a bitch ever told me my If a bitch <laughs> message. shots and all. Yeah. yeah if, 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 a, if another woman texted me a minute by Here, minute okay. Here, detail. <laughs> minute by minute detail of, of her hooking up with my significant other. There is no way in hell I would sweep that shit under the rug. Like, I would go to him. Next time, take a video. I would go to him and literally have a pair of scissors in my hand ready to cut his balls off. Like, and she just swept it under the rug. But it, it's like on one hand, I want to be pissed at her because I want to be like, dude, what the fuck? Like, call him out on it. But on the other hand, I want to be like... (laughs) First of all, he looks like Sid from Ice Age. (laughs) (laughs) I I looked to see if I matched him on Tinder, but I sure as fuck would have never swiped to that. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) (laughs) I would just be so pissed. Yeah. He kind of looks like Josh? Yeah. Yeah, he does look like him a little bit. No, I would be I would be so pissed. I would go straight to that man and I would say, I have uh <laughs> I have records of everything you've been doing. This is not okay. I want a divorce. Yeah. Like <laughs> Katie's over here dying because she's looking at pictures of him. <laughs> well, I just I mean, I don't know. So that was the end of it. Like that nothing else came of it after that. No, and everyone's like, you know. Oh my god, if I see that motherfucker anywhere in this fucking city, I will have a pair of scissors in my hand. uh, They posted pictures that they were inside the Winn Dixie by my house. I'm like, oh, (gasps) let them let them be up in there while I'm grocery shopping. Yeah, well, like she, yeah, she posted pictures like of because he has this tattoo in his arm for his dog, and I guess it was like the tattoos of the dog toy, and so I guess they found like the what the charger. Oh, okay. Um, the dog toy or whatever, and I was just like, I hope that I hope I run into them at Winn Dixie because I'm gonna like fall, go down every aisle with them. Like, oh hey, what's up? How yeah, y'all doing? How y'all doing? Are you buying some? Uh, you know, <laughs> she, she looks like Lady Glitter Sparkles. Who is that? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't know. Which one's the dog? Uh, it's in the Tinder she profile. She has an emotional support animal. I guess I don't know. This. I but, don't know. but everyone's like, you know, have you heard from Jeff? Like, did his wife ever say anything back to you? Da, da, da. And I'm like, no. I'm like, I mean, how else is he going to get in touch with me unless he, like, sends me a Facebook message because the motherfucker never got my damn phone number. So, I mean, <laughs> but no. Did you block him on, t- on Snapchat? No. Did he block you? I don't know. I just, like- I just unfriended him. Oh. But, um, but no, I mean, it was the... The moral of the story is, it's like, don't ever go against your gut. Like, if you see a red flag, don't ever question yourself. Don't ever think that, like, you're putting your standards too high. That, like, you know, you need to be more sympathetic. Like, no. Like, if you feel that in your gut, like, go with it. Because I'm thankful that I did. And it's also important, too, that, like, to have a strong, like, friend group. Because... I mean, you know, thankfully, like, my friends were looking out for me. You know, they were there to support me and whatever. I mean, even if it would have gone on to where I found out about him being married as more time had passed, after, you know, maybe if we had gotten a relationship, like, I know that I would have had people, like, to help me through it. So, yeah. I mean, it's, looking back at it now, it's like, you know, God, like, where are the cameras? Like, are there cameras following me around? Like, <laughs> Am I know, being punked God. right now? <laughs> yes. And so... But, you know, it's just it's just kind of one of those life lessons. And, you know, that is a risk that you take by meeting people online and, you know, doing stuff like that. You never know. But, yeah. 
you know, he uh, he's a con artist, all right. So yeah. <laughs> don't trust anybody else. Just trust yes. your gut. So if y'all meet a guy named Jeff uh, off a tender that works for Airbus, it just moves you from which <laughs> She just put uh, all this shit out there. <laughs> Does she look pregnant to you? I don't think she's pregnant. Yeah. I think she's, uh, I think call she's pregnant. That's why she's Ask pregnant. him. Ask him about his wife. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I'm going to put his business out there because he's a coward and didn't want, you know, to <laughs> own up to his mistake. So. <laughs> Shit, Louise. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. We're going to take a really quick break. Um, Louise is going to hang out with us a little bit longer because we've got some other funny stuff to talk yeah. about. So we're just going to qu- take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back. Um, what up? So, um, welcome back to my channel. Love you, Jeffrey. So, um, all right. So after all that, I'm back. We're back with with Louise. Um, hey. So after all that, what's your status on Tinder right now? Are you still on Tinder? Did you get off of Tinder after that? Like, how do you feel about the whole online dating thing? No, girl, I'm still on Tinder. Like, I'm not going to let this motherfucker, like, keep me from meeting some, like, someone else. But I think it's just all about perspective. I mean, yeah, when I met him, I was on it, you know, just to get some dick, like, just to hook up. But I've known a lot of people that do meet, you know, their significant other off Tinder or, you know, meet nice, meet nice guys or, you know, just meet guys that aren't looking just to hook up and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I am still on there, um, but I'm treating it more of like a, like an actual dating app Okay. and, you know, just having conversation, you know, if a guy, you know, is like, oh, well we should hang out. Well, okay. Well like, you know, want to grab dinner, drinks, like go to a movie and they're like, oh no, well why, why don't I just come over to your house? It's like, um, no we're gonna do this a little yeah. different yeah and they're like why not you know what like just get so aggressive and i'm like because i don't know you like i don't want you coming to my house and i don't want to go to your house either so yeah. i mean so it's just it's just treating it you know differently or whatever did you know that mobile has the number one hiv rate in the state <laughs> which is almost double the number two city <laughs> I learned that from the last podcast oh for that fun God. fact. So I do use protection when I do have sex. So. <laughs> Tinder dating. It's yeah. how HIV is spread. Okay. So, so you're still on Tinder. Yes. You're viewing it a little bit differently. Yes. Because I feel like online dating is all what we let it be. Yes, it is. So, I mean, Tinder has the reputation of being just like a hookup site, but we know people that have met their significant others off there and have meaningful actual yeah, relationships. People have gotten married. I yeah. mean, I know people are like that all the time and it was ironic because right after all this happened with Jeff, um, I went and met some friends for dinner and I was talking to one of my, one of my other best friends about it. And, you know, I was like, I know you're going to tell me to get off Tinder. I don't need to be on there. And she's like, no, like, you know, I think, I don't think there's anything wrong with you being on Tinder. And the girl that was with us, like, overheard our conversation and was like, oh, are you on Tinder? And I was like, um, yeah. And she's like, well, that's how I met, you know, her boyfriend that she was with. And yeah. I was like, what? And, like, this guy was, like, so nice, so put together, like, just. Not a scrub. No, I was like, y'all met on Tinder? Because she was, I mean, she's a beautiful girl, like, has a lot going for herself, like, all this stuff. And so we started talking, just started talking about it. And she just kind of made me feel like, you know, look, I mean, she said, I've struck out, I've had guys, you know, hit me up and just want to hook up right off the bat. But she says, it's just all about how you treat it. And she's like, yeah, it is tender. So majority of the people that are on there are just looking to hook up. She said, but there are people on there that, you know, generally are on there to like meet people and date and whatever. She said, it's just, yeah, they're just few and far between. I feel like she's like, you know, you just look at the world that we live in. She's like, you know, a lot of people, you know, we work during the week, so we don't actually, like, you know, want to go out and, you know, meet somebody at a bar or, you know, we don't want to be set up by, you know, friends because if it goes sour, it kind of makes things awkward. Yeah. So she's like, it's just the world that we live in now. And, you know, it's just everybody's online yeah. dating. Yeah. And she said, and I didn't want to get on Bumble because, you know, there's a little bit of me that's, you know, traditional to where, like, I don't want to have to message a guy first. Like, I yeah. want a guy to, like, message me and... Make the first know, move. Yeah, make the first move or whatever. And she said, you know, because I'm looking for someone that can have a conversation, that does have a personality, that, you know, does know how to be, you know, social, so to speak. Yeah. So, so yeah. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> I know that face. So What's coming next? I just want to talk because... 
we've been friends for 10 years and we both have had our fair share of like tinder nightmares that we've been through (laughs) oh yeah so and i feel like that's that comes with online dating. You're going to have those nightmare stories. You're going to have those guys that you meet that are like amazing. And it's just, you know, you have a, a, a fling or whatever and it dies out. But the, but you have those ones that are just terrible. It's like you, the moment it's over, you call your friend and you're like, bitch, guess yes. what the fuck just happened? And I feel like that's like every, like maybe one out of four. Yeah. Maybe, let's have one out of three. <laughs> <laughs> Especially there, down here. Yes. yes Especially so. down here. And for Mobile to be like as big of a coastal city as it is, Mobile's a small ass town. Yeah. So, yeah. so everybody knows everybody. There's some type of yeah. connection or whatever. So I do not have my Facebook linked. You know how it'll say like mutual friends yeah. with Facebook. Also, I feel like I meet a lot of people like coming to the beach, like driving through to the beach. Yeah, because if you set your mile radius, mm-hmm. yeah, it does that. And like the because co- we're so co- close to like the Coast Guard and the yeah. Navy base, I feel like I I meet a lot of people that are visiting Mm -hmm. and not like permanent residents here like that's my biggest thing is i'll look at them and if they're over like 40 miles away i'll be like fuck no yeah that's the shit i hate though like i feel like i hate when i get like on bumble or something like that because i have a tinder but i don't really use it i use bumble more often i hate when i get on there and i can just tell who's like just in town for the beach or whatever but they don't put it but they don't put it on their profile that they're just in town for the beach Mm -hmm. so it's like what happens if you meet this great guy and he's like, oh, sorry, I live in Wyoming. Yeah. It's like, well, what the fuck? I'm not right. <laughs> to Wyoming in a heartbeat. How far would live there? Yeah. In the snow. It's cold the snow. as shit up there. It's okay. I love the. I love that. I just, I would love to live in the country. Like, that's where I want to end up. <laughs> I'm gonna lay on a bearskin rug. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did I not move far enough out of Mobile when I moved to this place? <laughs> okay, so. Moved out to, moved out to Russia. <laughs> Let me hear. I just, I'm just curious. What is your worst oh, Tinder God. nightmare story? Like, I can think a couple <laughs> off the top of my head that you've called me about. So, do you want me to give you my favorite one and you tell us about it? Sure, because there's... There's a lot. There I have are. a list on my phone. If you go to the notes section in my phone, I have a list of your Tinder oh nightmare stories. No, you don't. I do. Oh I do. Because every time you call me, I'm like, let me add that one to because the list. Because it's like every one in three. It's like, so every time I got to make these little Tinderonies, I'm like, uh. Tinderonies. Yes, <laughs> That's this, my favorite. These little Tinderonies. I'm like, oh God, what's going to happen this time? Like, here we okay. go. But, you know, hey. Carpe diem, baby. Just seize the day, yeah, bitches. Seize the day and seize that dick. Oh my! <laughs> We're protecting. Okay, I have one of yours, and I want you to tell everybody the story because it's my favorite. I don't even. Want, I, I like don't even. I'm like so prepared right now. I don't even know which one you're. So gonna this say. one. Okay, so we have names for. These Tinder guys, these little Tinderonies <laughs> that so Louise nervous. meets off that Louise meets off there, and this particular one. Let me just let me just go through the list that I have of of tin, of her Tinder stories. Okay, uh, one of them I have named the porch jump porch jumping Josh. <laughs> Tinder story. That's like an OG story. That's an OG Tinder story. Yeah, this dude literally three. jumped off her porch. Yes. <laughs> Instead of going out my front door, he jumped Well, he my- was being polite because he couldn't lock the front door, but he could lock the porch yeah, door. Yeah, I woke up the next day and was like, where did he go? He and I jumped che- off yes. the porch. I checked everything and I was like, oh my All God, the, doors are locked. the door to my porch is unlocked. And I was like, that motherfucker jumped off the porch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he has been dubbed Porch Jumping Josh. Um, we have another one that I called the cat farting Tinder story <laughs> where Louise was hooking up with a dude and his cat walked into the room and one of his five cats ripped a nasty ass fart in my face. But the one that I have decided that I wanted you to go into a little detail on is one that I like to call the born identity oh Tinder God. story. How did, I know? How did I know it was going to be this The one? born identity Tinder story. So why don't you uh, take us back to the beginning? Oh, God. So, this is, may I mind you, all the ones that, except for Port Trump and Josh, 
I've been on this round of my Tinder journey. Yeah, because you like to go on Tinder and you're like, you'll stay on there a couple of weeks and then you'll delete it for a couple weeks. Well, and then something will happen like what happened with Jeff. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, fuck this, I'm getting off of it. But this time I was like, no, I'm going to stay on it. I'm not yeah. going to get off on it. Like, get off. Well, I mean, I'm going to get off from it. But, like, you know, <laughs> but I'm not going to get off of it like completely. I'm just going to, you know, change the perspective. Yeah. All right. So this was towards the beginning. And I matched with this guy that lived in Biloxi. And we matched, and again, just, like, hit it off, great conversation, you know, whatever. His pictures were just very, like, they're all black and white, should have been first hint. But he was very, very, he had a beard, like, just very, like, very handsome. So, I was like, okay, I was like, I'm feeling it. And so, I, you know, we make arrangements for me to drive to Biloxi well as I'm like getting ready and like get myself prepared he shares with me that he has a hard time getting erect for sex and I'm like son of a bitch like you have talked all this stuff like we've been having this great you're gonna ask me to come over and then you're gonna throw this wrench into the plans and I'm like so prior to him telling you this and to him inviting you over had you talked sexually to one another yeah, well, I mean, I guess like what we were looking for. Okay, whatever. but you ha- well, you weren't like sexting no, with no, him. No, 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 no. I don't want to be choked. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Same. And so, but you know, we've been talking, you know, for a couple hours. So you okay. know, I mean, I knew this guy was li- like, well, anyways, we'll get to that in a minute. So I um I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be such a jerk if I'm like, oh no, never mind, I'm not coming over there. And I was just like, well, you know, I mean. Maybe it's just a little bit of stage fright, you know, but, you know, don't, he was like, but don't worry, like, I'll make sure that, you know, you're, my, like, you know, you're taken care of, that, I, you know, you get off and, you know, whatever. But he's telling you this under the assumption that you are going to yes. hook up, that you're coming over yeah, there. Okay. Yeah. But you so just I'm hadn't, like, like, made it clear. No, like, uh-uh, Okay. No. So I'm like, oh, God. And so then this is when I called you, and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, I'm a jerk, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, through your consultation, um, I was like, you know, whatever. I'm just going to go over there. And, you know, because he lives so close to um, where I live. Yes, where you live. I was like, you know, I can always, you know, send an SOS. Like, you know, whatever. Like, I'm, you know, this guy's harmless. So, he tells me where he lives or whatever. And so, I drive to Biloxi. And, um, you know, we're talking on Snapchat or whatever. I don't know why I didn't ask him to send me a picture on Snapchat. I'm just being... It's like when I talk about this out loud, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm an idiot. Why did I do this? <laughs> yeah. So, I get over there. And he lives in a gated apartment. I call him to get the code to the gate or whatever. And... Yeah, I remember you telling me where he lived. Yes. And I was like, ooh, those are nice. Yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> And they were very nice apartments. And so... I pull up and I was like, all right, what building? And he was just like, oh, just this building. And this is my apartment number. And I'm like, well, why is he not coming outside to get me? You know, like I would think that he, because of how nice he was and how like, you know, just, he was really sweet. I was like, oh, well, I'm, I wonder why he's not coming outside to get That's me. That's so awkward. They should always walk down. Yes. Yes, exactly. Cause I'm like, this is a, it's one thing if you go to somebody's house, but when you go to an apartment complex, I mean, you could go to like, I mean, you don't know where you're going and the number, the buildings are numbered weird and whatever to an outsider so he didn't come outside and get me and red flag number two so i go to the door and i knock and he opens the door but he only shows me his eyes (laughs) and red flag number five and i'm like his hair hold on his hair is different than how it was in the picture and then he opens the door and he hides behind the door until i get inside oh my god Okay, and then I look behind me, and this motherfucker is about 100 pounds heavier than how he was on his Tinder profile. Oh, shit. Opens the door Catfish. with, like, Where's yes. Neve? Opens the door with no shirt on. Ugh. With his big old Buddha belly and man titties. <laughs> Buddha belly. <laughs> like, with these... And I'm just like, oh, my God. This is not the guy that... I'm actually, and I mean, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm being superficial, was whatever. It, was it like his pictures, just better pictures, or yeah. just completely different person? It was like pictures that were from a long time ago, like older pictures. Yes. But I mean, the, I guess the filters that he used, or maybe he just had a or like cropped, back then. like cropped yeah. to where you couldn't really tell what like, he they looked like. like. Pixelated old pictures, yeah. Like when you get on there, you can tell that like a picture's old or whatever. Yeah. But, like this was like he must just had a really badass camera back then. He must had like the iPhone 10, like when all of us had like five or something. Yes. I don't know. Yes. 
So, yeah, we had them like blackberries. <laughs> so, I miss my blackberries. I know. I love that little thing. But I hate it when the ball would pop out. Oh, my you God. Were I had to get like five of them replaced. So, I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And his apartment is a wreck. And so I'm just like, oh my God, um, this is it. My life is ending. Like, he's going to fucking kill me. So, I go to put my purse down and he follows me to his bedroom and he goes to hug me. And I hug him, and his skin is, like, clammy, and it's just gross, and he's, like, heavy breathing, and I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) So, I happen to, yeah, so then I happen to look over his shoulder, and he has this large, like, beanbag. I mean, I've never seen a beanbag this big before in my life, and I was like, oh, my God, is that a beanbag? And I just, like... (laughs) <laughs> beeline yes. for the beanbag. Beeline for the beanbag, y'all. Yes. Beeline for the beanbag always. So he was like, oh, oh yeah. And so <laughs> he was like, what? Uh, uh, big uh, enough yeah. to accommodate him. <laughs> <laughs> so I go and get on the beanbag, and I'm like, oh my god, let me get in the middle of this bitch so he won't come get on this thing with me. So he doesn't, and he goes and gets in the recliner. Well, then I just kind of, you know, start looking around, whatever, and I see all these prescription bottles. Oh, I'm like, shit. This motherfucker is dying. Like, <laughs> I'm like, he's going to die while we're fucking. Like, oh, my God. Would you have called 911 or would you just have left him? I would have called 911. <laughs> would you have waited for them to come or would you call 911 and just left the door cracked? I, no, no, no. I would have stayed, but, like, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I can't get this motherfucker excited. I just got a heart attack. <laughs> So I'm sitting in the beanbag, and I'm like, oh, my God, how am I, I going to get out of this? How am I going to get out of this? I just look to the left of his, and there's to this the large. Left, to the left. Yes. There's this, he has this very nice TV, and I'm like, I don't even know what's on this TV right now, but whatever movie is on, I'm about, I'm about to, to get zone the fuck in on into it. it. Like, I'm about to, like, be, like, making character analysis. Like, it is, like, <laughs> Lord have mercy. So I look, and I notice that it is the born identity. Y'all, yes. I have never seen the born identity in my life, nor have I ever wanted to see that movie. But I'd be damned if I was up into it in this yep. moment. I was like, oh my God, is this a born identity? Like, I just tried to do this, like, my contact is closed. Yes, I was like, and I did. I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen this in so long. And so I sit there and I just get into it. And then I'm just like, okay, maybe I can get inspiration from this movie of how to sneak out of this motherfucker's apartment. And so, um, while I'm watching the movie, I just hear this. <sighs> I'm sorry, wait, what is it? <sighs> was it no, that was him breathing. <laughs> that was him breathing away. And so I look and he's sitting in his recliner in his basketball shorts with his clammy ass hand, like skin, Buddha belly, everything. I don't even know when's the last time he washed his hair. He's just sitting there, he's like I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, I don't want this motherfucker to get anywhere near. Like, no, this motherfucker might have the best tongue in the land. First of all, you're a terrible friend because you should have texted her and been like, do you need me to call you? <laughs> no, no, I, I texted her the whole yes, time. Yes. And I had told her, I said, look, if you need to get out of there, you need me to call you. Send me a 911 text and I will get you the fuck out of there. I know where you're at. <laughs> Side note, one time my, my friend Karen did that, and she was like, 911. <laughs> so I called her, and I said, oh, my God, you know, I got in a wreck, and blah, 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 I need you to come over. She panicked, so she packed a bag with towels in it. She was like, I didn't know what to put in the bag to make it look like I actually had to come over here, so she put fucking beach towels in the bag. And she was like, thank you, thank you. That's what a good friend does. You send them a 911 text, and they get you the fuck out yes. of there. Well, because I felt bad. I was like, you know, I was like, I'm not. I'm, like, I never got a 911 text no, from you, though. No, because I was like, I, I got this. Like, I don't think this guy's going to trap me. Like, I'm just going to, like, you know, gracefully dismiss myself. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, got into forever. Well, then I felt like I had been there for, like, forever. I had only been there for, like, 45 minutes. And I was just like, I can't do this. So, then I was like, no, like, maybe when we get the lights turned off, it won't be as bad. Like, you know, it's because I felt really bad. You and put so, in the effort. Were you going to pity fuck him? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Well, because I was just like, maybe he's really, well, then I was just like, but the lights are off. Like, maybe he's good with his mouth, whatever. Like, you know, I can get mine. But then I was just like, fuck, I'm going to have to give him some, too. And I just don't want to do that. And so, we go and I was just like, I was like, what time is it? And he told me what time it was. And I was like, oh. And I was like oh fuck I've only been here 45 minutes and so I was like he was like are you ready to go to bed and I was like um 
yeah, sure. And so we go and get in his bed, and I get into the bedroom, and I notice that I don't have any service. And I'm like, uh, can I catch your Wi-Fi real quick? And I was like, because shit, I was like, oh, my God, I, like, I can't not have service in this motherfucker's apartment. And mm-hmm. so I connect to my Wi-Fi, and um, I, like, get on one side of his bed. Well, then I go in this bedroom, and there's more prescription bottles. I'm like, God, how many medications is this dude on? Like, Did you, that's the first thing shit. I would have asked, and then I would have stolen. No. <laughs> <laughs> but what you got up in here? Let me see. Let me see. Let's let's divvy this out. That's why his dick can't get hard. <laughs> Probably. So we get in the bed, and I was just like, um, I had to wake up really early in the morning, and he was like, Okay, that's fine. I'll just set my alarm. And I'm like, Okay. And so he gets in the bed, and I don't even take my clothes off. Like I just get in the bed with my clothes on. Like, and you had jeans on too, didn't you? Yes, I had on jeans and like a little like you know like tunic or something and so I just got in the bed with my clothes on and I remember like setting my things strategically on his dresser so I could just like in one swift movement just scoop it all up and I like got in the bed and he turned the lights off and I was like okay this is it like it's gonna be okay and he starts like rubbing my legs and putting his hand up the back of my shirt and just the whole time I was like And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> when you first told me this story and you, like, did his breathing, all I could think about was, like, a pug. Like, oh, y'all. I think oh, my that, God. You know that cat meme that says, like, heavy breathing and it's, like, the cat and it's, like. Yes. <laughs> so All I could think about is the sound of, like, a pug just, like, sitting there waiting for food or something. And he was, like. He was like, does that feel good? And I was like, oh, my God. I was like. <laughs> and I was like. I was like, mm, yeah. And, um. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm just really tired. And he's like, okay. And he just keeps rubbing me. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can't. I can't do this. And so, finally, I just was like, like, it got real quiet for a second. And I just said, I'm sorry. I, I can't do this. I can't do this. And he was like, um, uh, oh, okay. And yeah, I was, what lie did you tell him to get out of there? <laughs> so, I said, I'm sorry. I was like, I just got out of a relationship. And I, <laughs> I was like, I just got out of a relationship. I thought that I was ready. I thought that I could do this, but this is just, it's just too hard. I'm sorry. I just, oh my I'm really sorry. Like, I hate that I did this to you. I hate that I've led you on. Like, but I just, I can't, I can't stay here. I'm sorry. And he was just like, um, he was like, oh, that's okay. That's all right. And I'm just like, oh my God, somebody's done this to him before. Oh, and so I was just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So like, <laughs> I'm like using the flashlight on my phone to try to find all my shit. And he was like, you can turn the light on. And I was like, okay. And so I turned the light on. I'm just, I just grabbed all my shit. And like, he came behind me and I was just like, all right, I'm really, really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was like, it's okay. And I just like took off. And I called Chelsea as soon as I got in the parking lot and was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah, she's <laughs> so, like, can uh, I come stay with you? And I'm yeah. like, yes, the bed is made. <laughs> so, but I did feel bad. But then, you know, Chelsea and I started talking. And it was like, you know, he had to have known that the pictures that he has on his profile yeah. are not recent photos. Right. So, he knew that. That, he knew the, he was being deceiving. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. And so, I mean, I gave it my best shot and I tried and... You know, really. You probably lasted a lot longer than I would have lasted in that situation. I cannot allow this to happen. Like, I don't want to lead him on. Like, if I have sex with him or do anything with him, like, it's just that's going to be even more cruel. And so, I just had to get out of there. And I thank God every day that we watched the Born Identity to uh, inspire me to get out of there. (laughs) There was the bean bag, that all of it, but it was just. No, I I matched him immediately when I got in the car (laughs) because I just felt so bad and I just, you know, was like, I cannot believe this just happened. But yeah, so. (laughs) I'm terrified to meet people on Tinder, which is a big, so funny from how I used to be, but I'm terrified. Lord. I was like, like, why is he having on the door? And then he shut the door and I was like, oh my God, that's not him. (laughs) Troll in the dungeon. Troll. He has come out from the bridge, y'all. Oh my God. His apartment looked awful, y'all. It was so nasty. That is such a turn off for me. Like if you want to yes. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Well, I'm really sorry that you had to go through that very traumatic experience. <laughs> and and why am I still on Tinder? Hell if I fucking know. But you know what? Just for the fun stories, yes, man. The yes. fun fucking stories. To add to to the vault. Yes. That's why I miss Tinder groups. 
Because with Tinder groups, you could meet groups and you could go there with your friends. Yeah, I forgot they did that. Yeah. Because when I lived there, that was a big thing when I lived in the apartment with Jen. We met Tinder groups and me, Jen, and Lauren were all single at the same time. So we all had people over Mm -hmm. and it was fun. But now it's like random because you have to go to someone's apartment by yourself. Yeah. Well, that will not be happening again. (laughs) Like, I will be like, no, we're going to meet in public. Sorry. Well, I appreciate you being here, yeah, Louise. Well, thanks, I thanks hope for having me. I hope you've had a fun time here on yes. Tacos and Titties. Yes. Um, Just putting all my, you know. We had tacos. <laughs> yeah, we did. We had tacos today. Um, it was really good. I'm going to have tacos chicken tomorrow, fingers too. With some um, ranch. Some ranch. <laughs> um, I hope you come back. Yeah. I hope you do. I want you to come back and oh, well, hang you know, out like with I said, more. I'm still on Tinder, so hell, yeah. who, who knows what's going to happen this we'll week. We'll have some more Stay stories. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm glad to be here, and I hope that I get to be on here some more, because, yeah, that's... We've had a good time. I've got lots of funny yeah. stories, and so don't worry, ladies. <laughs> You're <laughs> and, not alone. Yes, you are if not If you've ever had a horrible Tinder experience, just know that you are not alone. Yes, we are right there yes, with you. Yes, So... Um, thank you again for listening to this week's episode of Tacos and Titties. Uh, be sure again to go follow us on Instagram at Tacos and Titties Podcast. Um, the email address, since I didn't know it last episode, is <laughs> Tacos and Titties Podcast at gmail.com. Taco it, <laughs> it is linked on the Instagram, so you can send us an email straight from Instagram or you can DM us. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, also be sure to go on Twitter at tacos titties and follow us on Twitter. Um, Katie keeps all that stuff on there up to date and, um, and yeah, DM us, send us an email, let us know what you want to talk about, what you want to hear. And we will be back next Tuesday. Bye guys. Ooh, ooh.